Okay. You know what time it is. It's that time for Vanderpod. It's me, your boy, Will Menneker. Joining me as always. It's so crazy that we're doing a podcast. I think about that. I'm, I'm Catherine, Catherine Krieger. It's the host of the show, Catherine Krieger. And my co-host, Will. My 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 recurring <laughs> guest host, Will. My lovely assistant, Will Menneker. But it is my distinct privilege and honor to introduce our <sighs> first ever <laughs> guest on the Vanderpod. You already know what the fuck time it is. <laughs> it's our friend... And if you're on Twitter, yours as well. Brandy Jensen, <laughs> advice columnist, all around superstar and queen. Welcome wow. to the Vanderpod. Thank you. That is that is quite an intro. I'm so honored to uh, be your unicorn <laughs> this evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, What's first and only guest? <laughs> making my uh, long-awaited debut on the only good podcast, the Vanderpod. Period. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. The um, only podcast. I wanted to have Brandy on the pod uh, from from day one, from day zero, really, because she was uh, critical in getting me into this show in the I first place. I to start watching. You did. I am, you I did. am a longtime evangelist mm-hmm. of this uh, wonderful television program that I cherish, that yes. has come to mean so much to me and to all of us. Yes. Yep. Gotten me through a lot, um, but no. Explain, Brand- explain the uh, the 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 connection. So Brandy wrote a piece for the outline, yes. I believe, uh, detailing the, the. It's not about the pasta incident, <laughs> and she told me about it in person. She was like, "It's definitely not about pasta, indeed." Um, it's about it's, it's about cocaine. It's about cocaine, yeah, it's, and it's I was like, I was very like, clear. This is These incredible. Just absurd amounts of cocaine, and I was like, all the time. I gotta watch this. <laughs> I, she, you know, Brady could sell me on anything, but this in particular, <laughs> I was like, all right, sold. And uh, it's been a beautiful journey, and it's really lived up. I'm I'm so glad that uh, we could share this. That this has really uh, deepened and strengthened our friendship. It has. <laughs> yep. And uh, but you are not. I don't want to put you on blast here. You're not up to date. I'm not up to date on the most recent. No, season. no, I'm not uh, because I don't have TV. <laughs> I don't have Bravo, and I have somehow in the last couple of years because I'm a lazy piece of shit uh, completely forgotten how to steal things. <laughs> I don't know it's how to like now. torrent anything. It's not as easy as it used to be. Yeah, I, I used to. I you used to, to be. I used to be like a fucking black hat hacker on <laughs> torrenting shit, and now I'm just like, well, it's not on Hulu. It's I'm like, fucked. Exactly. I know. I know. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. I'm, tra- I'm actually a white hat <laughs> hacker, so uh, you've uh, just told on yourself in a big way. I'm trying to torrent the new season of Vanderpump, and then like all of a sudden, I'm ordering uh, heroin and child pornography. <laughs> I'm on the Silk Road. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Silkroad.com. Um, well, I uh, just want to watch some sociopath bartenders, please. I know, I know. So we had to, we had to kind of get her up to speed, and I think we managed to do so, uh, talking extremely fast. Well, I mean, there's not a lot in the way of plot. This show really relies on the strength of the characters. You're already familiar with the main characters, their personalities, and foibles and backstories, so it's pretty easy to to dive back in. Yes, I mean, you just had to tell me precisely what flavor of crazy they are being this season. Yep. Uh, and we can we can get there pretty quickly. Uh, before we get into uh, this episode titled "Girls' Night In," uh, I would like to p- report some good news also on the the Vanderpump uh, um, evangelizing front. Um, our friend uh, Trevor, aka Ricky Rawls from Twitter, 
I finally got him to start watching Vanderpump Rules. Oh my god, I didn't know. And, that. Oh, yeah, I think was, he, yeah, yeah. You I mentioned think he, it. he said that he now feels like he needs to shit out his brain or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Trevor, aka Ricky Rawls, host of Champagne Sharks. Hold another, on to that energy. Another Trevor. fine podcast. He is currently just sanding down his brain, just getting it nice and smooth. By just binging Vander Vanderpump. Twenty nineteen is for smooth brained uh, people is, only, and this is how I'm. This is how I'm doing this it. This is this is my entire uh, regimen for making it through the year Physical as fitness, as undamaged as possible. Self-care. No, fuck that. I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I'm drinking too much, and I'm getting stupider by the day intentionally. I don't um, think it's so much a rigorous <laughs> yeah, regimen. It takes work, man. Okay. Have Vanderpump rules. Uh, th- like I think this is this is this this project that we're doing. I think is part and parcel mm. of a larger mm. one that I'm engaging in. With uh, it's not so much about you know alcohol or bad habits or vices. Mm-hmm. I just truly think to survive the next two years, only the smoothest brains. Yes. Oh, will I, survive. yeah. I absolutely agree. It is. It is a blessing every time I now fail to remember a word or a blessed childhood memory. I think to myself, <laughs> thank fucking God. I might be able to make it through the primaries. <laughs> I know, I know. It gets worse by the day, truly. No, but like I'm watching this show. I'm watching. I'm I'm doing a deep dive into the entire canon of Criminal Minds. Oh, the, FBI uh, the fucking BAU. <laughs> yeah, the, My good friends, the, you know what? Yeah, it's time to deliver the profile. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these are, oh yes, they do. They say that every fucking episode. Oh. It's wonderful. Oh. Doctor Spencer Reed, the goat. I love Randy. Him. These unsubs oh. are getting out of control. <laughs> Uh, Criminal Minds is about a show that takes place in an alternate universe where there are pr- no less than like half a million serial killers active in at one time. Active in America at sounds, any given yeah, sounds, moment. Sounds fun. It's fantastic. And then in the later seasons, they've like so run out of steam that one of the narrative arcs of the later season is that uh, there's a prison that's known for housing just the worst serial killers and a bunch of them escape. And so they have to go recatch them all. So it's like all of, all of the hits. <laughs> Pokemon. It's, it's, truly, it's truly an incredible program. I, I love my good friends at the Behavioral Analysis Unit. <laughs> my favorite part about it... Were you also into Bones? Did oh, you fuck yes. <laughs> These things seem comorbid to me. Like, if you do one, you do the Bones other. Bones is, like, more, like, a dorkable, quirky, like, trying to do a moonlighting, sort of, like, uh, sex- X-Files is sort of, like, dorkier, like, the tension between the two main well, characters. Well, it's Zoe Deschanel's sister is Bones, so, yes, and, it's very And David Boring is... So Dave- she is Whisper Seer Date Bones? That's, <laughs> yes. That's her? And David Boring Anus is like her, her love interest. <laughs> but uh, Criminal Minds is just very purient in that it like just, you know, labors over the details of like uh, this killer uh, pulled the eyes out of each of these children because his mother wouldn't let him look at the television when he was a kid. Incredible. But then, like, Incredible. But they'll try to make it pretentious like it's a meditation on like human nature and evil. They, they end each episode with a quote. They begin and end every episode with like Mandy Patankin. Staggering. <laughs> But it's like it's like an Ivanka Trump sort of like it's like like you they, know? they just go to wiki quote <laughs> and uh, it's wiki like, quote search evil uh, like they're on like the FBI private jet going to like investigate like the baby punting killer who punts <laughs> babies through a field goal oh and, like in they, a voiceover they had, they had the womb raider once was oh, his name no. incredible incredible oh. serial killer name and then like Mandy Patinkin Man, I just came up with a really bad segue from that. Oh fuck episode. you! No, stop! I'm just gonna no. leave it there. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, they're flying to to do like some gruesome murder, and like in voiceover, like Mandy Patinkin will be like, as Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, "It is better to have built a house and seen it burn down than never to have 
it, it is hammered a nail to have, to have uh, dug up the foundation and found uh, uh, small child's bones. Oh, if you're still never... on the Mandy Patinkin, oh, I'm starting at the very season. beginning. Not even Joe Montana. You, you have got a ways to go, and I am so excited. And for by the your time journey. the primaries wow. he really heat up, my brain is going to be like a fucking bowling ball. Beautiful, it's be great. I'm starting uh, True Detective season two, which oh, I've never hell which I'm very excited about. I've only seen the pilot and it's just straight off from from the intro, the Leonard Cohen song. I was like, oh, this is going to be exactly what I need. Uh, Well, and who knows? I can already tell a lot of these ladies like to fuck. Oh, Um, that'll continue. That'll be a through line. I mean, it's going to get real feminist real quick. Hang on. Hang, well, hang on to Tune that. in for our True Detective Juicy podcast as I know. well. Yeah, by the but, end of this journey, maybe you'll have a podcast of your very God, own. God, I hope Brandy. not. <laughs> Fuck you. I need, I need you to want more for me in life. I know. I know. I was really like a very sheepish about like, Brandy, will you like come? Of course I will come. I will come, come on the Vanderpod. Come on, come on my podcast. Of course. No, you, are, you, are, yeah. you are our first top of the list for our first guest. I'm so sure. honored. So, Catherine, Brandy. People, they didn't tune in to hear us talk about Criminal Minds or True Detective <laughs> Season 2. <laughs> They're here to listen to us talk about the rules. D- tens of them out there. <laughs> want to hear Not this. true. I look, I've seen our numbers. They are, they are clamoring. Like and share. Honestly, uh, okay, here's what I'll say. We have better traction on the internet than uh, Outfit of the Day. Hashtag Oot Day. It got a thousand posts. I've read thousands of posts <laughs> too, Stassi. I want to know. Yeah, I've read <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a, a regular war and peace of posts. Um, I really want to know how uh much it costs to own a holiday like that i i mean i have i have so many questions about oot day the beginning is like <laughs> oot, it makes no day. sense to own a day about something that you do every day well, it did. we'll get into oot day take us back will but let's start uh so this is the episode girls night in and you know this episode it goes some places by the end it raises some very some <laughs> issues that are like very much you know it, folks this is in the be news. like an after school it special was, it was a very special episode if, of Vanderpump if Rules if any episode of this podcast gets us canceled <laughs> um this all gonna say by the end of this episode it's like dueling cards it's like playing go fish with pulling people's cards let's put it that way but we're gonna get you there <laughs> oh, the fat card and the the trans is that where you're going? Yeah, that's wrong. Okay, <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert. Uh, we're gonna pull. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Were you leaving some breadcrumbs for the avid listener? Did I just fuck that up? <laughs> just, see, this is the nagging will thing. I think so. I was also like, please, Brandy. Yeah, keep it going. Uh, well, my first note is that uh, the, my first note here is just a quote from you, Catherine, where you say, I, I feel like I relate to this show so much more now that I've been to L.A. <laughs> I do feel that way. I honestly do. Because, yeah, I, I loved it out there. I became a fake L.A. bitch. I want to move there. I mean, you went you you traveled to Mecca. You went to Tom Tom. It was my pilgrimage. Right? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was. I feel one I, of them now. You know, I want to get spray tans. Um, what do they smell like is my question. You were close enough to take a sniff. Uh, cigarette smoke, mostly oh, wafting delightful. in through the open windows. Beautiful. Also kind of like spilled beer. One of them, I remember distinctly smelled like vomit. I'm not kidding. I don't know. And it, this was early in the night. So I That's was like. That's not surprising to me. I was like, me. what is someone getting into? It was pump. Pump smelled like vomit. I don't know. Oh, sorry. I don't know no. if you noticed this. I didn't mean the I did clubs. Not. I meant the people. You got close enough to a few of the, to a few oh, of my babies. Oh, yeah. I want to know what Schwartzy smells like. He smelled good. 
Did you notice? I did not. He just had like a mask, like a baby masculine oh. smell. You know, not yeah. nothing overpowering like musk. But like enough that it triggers your lizard brain so you want to take care of him? Yeah, I did. Yes. I just wanted, to, just wanted to pet his like yeah. slightly. But you know, he would have been like, oh, this is my bed head. Don't oh. it. Schwartz, Schwartz please, is my favorite. Please, please leave my namesake bar. I know. I know. He's such a he's just such a He's just such a lovable doofus. Yeah. There wasn't enough Schwartz in this episode. Very little Schwartz in this episode. But it begins with a new event at Sir called Brunch with Billy. <laughs> We, uh, you know, Billy is a character that was introduced last season. Didn't really get a lot of burn, but man, oh man, she becomes the the focus of this episode. So it begins with brunch with Billy, uh, which Lisa describes as like, you know, this is Billy's uh, attempt to kind of step out, make herself more of a, a face of the the Sir Empire, and you know, do a fun brunch, have fun with it. And, you know, really raise the profile of the LGBTQ community in West, in West Hollywood. Hollywood. In West Hollywood. <laughs> Out here doing important work, making sure that uh, the, the residents of, the most... of West Hollywood are aware of the gays. Yeah, we're one of the most gay-friendly neighborhoods <laughs> in the entire country. Uh, they're aware of each other. And also she invented brunch, which She I invented love. brunch. Um, yeah, it's also, I mean, I'm sorry. As somebody who spent 10 years in the restaurant industry, uh, you're a hostess. Like so you're settle just, down, settle down, bitch. Yeah, which is this, essentially what she gets into it with Katie because Katie and Kristen, Kristen. show up to the brunch. Go wild, go out, show up to the brunch, and Billy immediately kind of saunters over to their table and is basically like, "Oh, weird! It's so random that you're here." And they're like, "What?" And uh, starts some drama. Now that you'll was remember brunch, on that, remember yeah, it. that was a brunch. Okay, you'll remember on last episode during the staff meeting, Billy spoke up in defense of James against Kristen, saying Kristen is a trigger to James. That her Which, exact words. Kristen is a trigger to everyone. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she is just no she's a sort of around. she's a sort of walking IED, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are all Humvees. Yes. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's already some tension there between them, and she's mm-hmm. she's just like Billy was pissed off that Kristen showed up to her event because she's technically not even allowed to be at Sir in the first place. Which, but you when know. has that stopped her in the past? Exactly. You know? uh, so yeah, um, and then like yeah, there was like there's some there's some smoke between between the three of them, and then like like we said in the very first episode, we remember like like her and Lala were being very bitchy to each other, and we were like, what's the story there? Yeah, and that was and for, that was foreshadowing. That's how well put together this show is. This is it's it's just layers upon layers. It there. really is. It's like watching momentum. It's like a puzzle you know? box you, you of a program. Yeah, it's an Escher drawing. Yes. Um, yeah, and Katie points out correctly. Basically, I've been working here, which. Uh, weird flex, but okay. I've, yeah. been, I've been working here a decade, and there are, <laughs> there are bottles of tequila on the shelf behind the bar who have been here She's longer like, than Billy, which, true, but also, honey. She's like, I've had the same job at this restaurant for 10 years. Show me some goddamn respect. I know, I know. So that's that's how the, the central conflict of the episode is really queued up, is like... Although, uh, I'm a, I will say, I do like how... You know, how long you've worked at the restaurant is just like a clear alibi for how important you are in the show. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. none of them work at the restaurant anymore. I know. This I, I is... know they do kind of like vanity shifts. Yeah. Like, you know. Which must be, uh, again, as somebody who worked in the restaurant industry, must be annoying as hell I'm for whoever sure. gets I'm stuck sure. on like the days that they're filming. But yes, I've worked at the restaurant for longer becomes code for like... 
I get more airtime or I've been on the show longer. And it definitely seemed like Billy was making a play for some more airtime. She hasn't gotten a lot of airtime so far. And uh, why why you would want to spend more time with these people is truly, (laughs) truly something she would love to regret, perhaps. (laughs) So um, from there, we move on to the rather strange news that Stasi has bought a holiday, <laughs> and I was sort of like when I heard that I was like, "What?" We're now uh, uh, wouldn't see it coming, folks. But uh, Stasi has actually purchased a controlling share in Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> it will now be a basic bitch slash African American holiday. What is uh, the most basic she, she, bitch holiday already in existence? Christmas. It's got no Arbor Day. Arbor Who Day. The, no, what? what? No, basic no, bitches, bitches love trees. I don't know. It's. No, I'm talking. No, about- I'm not saying when we actually celebrate, but like uh, well, just one that's already canonically on the books. See, I'm I'm going for Christmas still because you've got those Valentine's women, Day maybe. You've got those women tweeting on October first, like, oh, is it too early to start listening to Christmas music? Maybe Valentine's Day is a very basic bitch Valentine's holiday. Can I can I put basic. my uh, vote in for Halloween? Ooh. No, but that's they like love dressing up like skanks. They do, yeah, they do. But also oh, the sexy cat. But also that's like there are enough goths to fend them off. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's the the goths and the basic bitches have waged a war on yeah. who owns Halloween oh, it's, for many. It's, many it's, like that, it's like well, the, that's still undecided. It's like the underworld movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Basic bitches are the lichens. <laughs> so you know, no, no, Stasi apparently like I, I guess it's like you can just like. Yeah, if you just have pay a bunch bullshit, of money, you like, can like get a proclamation from the city being so, like, you own June 30th for hashtag OOTD, which is yeah. outfit of what the is day. The, what is the... First of all, you'd never include of in an acronym. It should just be yeah. OTD day. What uh, is the regulatory body overseeing <laughs> the sale of holidays? Because I feel like... It's affected by the it's, government it's a, shutdown, it's a for finite, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a finite quantity, you would imagine. Are they tr- are they double, triple dipping? Are you going to have a holiday that's you know, is going to get well, next that is, year? Well, that is a thing. Be bought right? out by yeah. something bigger? I know. Buy, buy low, sell high. What if... What if, what if <laughs> I'm going to start squatting on holidays like a, like a, a URL squatter. Well, well okay. I feel like we should start Outfit of the Week and just buy that holiday like, out yeah, from under bitch. Well, here's my <laughs> question Brady you, you bring up like you know who's the regulatory body that you can petition to just you know bribe them into giving you a day so I'm saying how much do you think it costs and do you think we should buy a holiday if so what day would you like to commemorate like what would you like to commemorate with your day my birthday I want it to National be- Catherine Krieger day yeah and Brady Judson. Yeah, it's yes, my birthday too. Shit, we're buying that day, obviously. Okay. National Catherine Brady June, Day. June 19th. June 19th. Can we call yeah. it uh, Queen's Day? National Queen's yes. Day? Yes, that's Na- a great idea. National Stan a Queen Day. Yeah. Sure. Uh, na- na- national Reply no, Guy cause, Day. Cause, cause, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Queen's Day Brady, is also Brady, I'm screaming. Is also cutie. Go to bed. Ah! Fuck. That's it. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Oh, my God. Brandy. Oh, my God. Brandy. Brandy. Period. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I've been waiting to do this for so long. Um, I feel like I've been led into a trap. And sorry, let me tell you. Sorry to all of Brandy's reply guys. Let me who tell you. Her to this uh, if you want to play the reply guy card. No. Then... No. No. <laughs> no, I have no cards. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, but we're getting to some yeah, cards. I know. See, I'm trying to help Will with. He really wanted to have like a running, undergirding metaphor. I'm trying to yeah, trying to help here. He's, he's still workshopping that one. <laughs> we, we can we can roll with it though. 
I have another. Uh, a, a Billy said of Kristen, her energy smells like dog shit. And then in her like uh, in her solo interview, she lights a, a smudge stick. She does some sage. <laughs> that was good. Just sort of like, like that. Yeah, that to detoxify yeah. the the yeah. Christian energy from. I, uh, I love that. Uh, so and, she's doing witchcraft. And the crux of this this event is uh, they all just had a, a a party at Sir where they wore uh, outfits. Yeah, they wore some outfits. They took some selfies, which notably sometimes did not include an outfit. Messed up. Um, yeah, and then oh, there was also the only really memorable thing was Stassi feeding her boyfriend a hamburger like a, oh, like a mother bird. Okay, yeah, that was the... Was, <laughs> we go from Billy's brunch to the next thing, which is Stassi's <laughs> holding a big party for the day she bought, which yes. is her, like, a, 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 quote, podcast idea she had to make a hashtag about outfit of the day. She, she invented posting a selfie. She's a true innovator. Don't give anyone a podcast these She's days. an innovator. She is, she is our... Um, She's my queen. Yeah. She and uh, I also like uh, Lisa's talking about uh, Stassi's idea for outfit of the day hashtag outfit of the day holiday outfit of the day and uh, Lisa says I really think Stasi's right that like when you wear clothes like it raises you like if you look nice it raises your self esteem and it makes you feel good and I was just like another great idea Stasi has come up with along with you know things should spark joy in you when you touch them. <laughs> Which is that wearing nice clothes is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. She, Sazi should uh, trademark all of this stuff. So they, yeah, so they have a party to promote. The clothes make you feel good. And they get, they're getting a, a lot of heat on that OOTD hashtag. I was like, mm, not really seeing the specifics. But then we find out later, it got literally a thousand it, posts. It got a, it got a thousand posts. They are oh. breaking the internet. Yeah, the, the internet is broken. You're on notice, internet. <laughs> Wow. Um, I mean, between the three of us, I mean, that's <laughs> rather, I can post, that's I'm, I can post I'm pooping and it'll get a thousand <laughs> likes. <laughs> Fuck you, Stassi. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you're already here first. It's a, it's a throw start crap of the day. <laughs> I know, I know. And, uh, and uh, I, I, it's like, and, and at one point, Stasi is like reading comments from people who are like, oh my God, I've never had the confidence to post my outfit of the day, but like this helped me do it. I think if you would look into that comment, it would be from like definitely not Stasi four twenty <laughs> and maybe MAGA deplorable bow. It's yeah, it's like a it's a sock puck bit. I mean, pounds. I feel like there are clearly you know uh, humanitarian honors and awards headed her way for this uh, we gotta very wait, important. We gotta wait for her book to come. Very out, important you know? outreach that she's doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but you but this, this you alluded to it earlier, but I, I got to bring it up again. What seemed to be like a cute moment between Stasi and Bo when she just goes, give me that hamburger. And I thought that was their cute couple's way of being like, give me a smooch. But no, it was literally <laughs> like of. placing a slider <laughs> into the other's mouth like like a mother bird. No, but it was it, already chewed in Stasi's mouth. And then she puts it from her mouth into Bo's mouth. It's a baby bird thing. Yeah. And even he's grossed out by it. He so. ate it and swallowed it, though. He asked for it. He was the one who asked for it. And then she did well, but it. But then he had to act like he wasn't cool with it. So it's, it was one of those things where like uh you know will and i spend a lot of time together and still occasionally i'll be like maybe i've shown too much of i myself. mean the way and the i way, think i think stassi was like i've gone too far the way that they looked at each other afterwards i think anybody who's been in a couple for a long time realizes yeah. that moment of like trying to spice things up and trying something new that you then feel deeply ashamed of. right yeah <laughs> yeah this this was who, who among uh, us has not realized oh no this is not my fetish <laughs> food play burger, burger feeding play. yes <laughs> and then we move right along from there to uh this one's called the red castle Okay, no, I'll edit that one out. What? 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 Is uh, that it. okay? No, no I don't no, even no, want to no, know. No, no, no. Okay. 
Oh, like the Red Room? Well, like well, like the White Castle, Castle, but, but like the girls on her period? I don't know. What is, <laughs> what is your... Wow. Oh, oh, do not leave this in. Leave this in. Um, but my favorite part of this, other than the baby bird moment, was Brittany, who's just sick, uh, as she would be over confronting Lisa. She, Brittany did a conflict and it has haunted her I know, for she, days. She's like, Lisa, I've just been sick since the staff meeting <laughs> in the last episode where she actually kind of does come for Lisa in like a... You know, it was like this woman only gets in a conflict once a year, so she kind of overdoes it. She came for Lisa like a little too hard. And so she talks to Lisa at the party and is like, oh, my God, I've been sick. Like, basically, I want to talk to you about this. And she's she's still kind of not saying the right stuff. And so Lisa just. I mean, here's the, thing. the only way to apologize to Lisa Vanderpump is to is to literally you have to show her your stomach you have to get on your back you have to be submissive she understands you know dog language oh yeah she's very close with yes. a lot of dogs yeah well and then uh, another, you need to prostrate yourself like Brit- Brittany, and beg her forgiveness exactly That's the yeah. only way. Brittany tries to be like oh like you know I feel bad about what happened but like you know Jax is just standing up for me and like you know she tries to like sort of be like oh speak her mind to Lisa and Lisa's literally like she, I think at one point she literally says, don't point your finger at me. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> Brittany's pointing her finger a lot. And then who should walk up to be her assist in this but another dog, Jax, uh, who, of course, makes things ten times worse. As he always does. Just Yeah, just by That's- appearing and being like, doing another one of his fake apologies where he's like, uh, he's, he's like, I came up to apologize. And this is after he's already been talking a while. And Lisa's like, well, I missed the apology. I want a super cut of Jack's non-apologies over the years. Oh, of him just so being like, good. I'm sorry you felt that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that you got hurt. I'm sorry you misunderstood me. It is just a hit list of the classic ways that men apologize. And and, uh, and I love all of them. And then in his interview, this is one of my favorite parts, he goes, like, speaking of Lisa, Jack says, she's always going to treat me like I'm the old Jacks. And I was like, yeah, the old Jacks from six months ago. But uh, yeah, no, Jack's like, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't get out of line. I didn't disrespect <laughs> nothing. No, no, no. I didn't insult nothing. And Lisa's not having it. And and, and one of her interviews, Lisa says, uh, speaking of like the decision to like, you know, can see you next Tuesday or like go with Katie. She goes, listen, if I made every choice based strictly on money and business, Jax would not still be working here. <laughs> And I don't know if I kind of believe her because it's like the show is also kind of part of your business, well, Lisa. Yeah. Well, the show is part of your business. On yeah. Big show. If it was well, but Jax only got hired at Sir because of the show because he was Stassi's boyfriend. Oh right, I forgot. Way back about at that. the beginning, so like they pretend Sir, we got a, a they pretend like Jax here. worked for Lisa like for long, long time. time before the show kicked off. That's not actually true. What? Another another one of their little convenient That's fictions. Fake news, yes. folks. Um, but like, and then and then Brittany was to Lisa like, you know, like I, I don't know, like you know, like when Jax is having a go at you or whatever. And Lisa goes, having a go at me, he's seeking employment from me. <laughs> and he goes, she should, he should show some fucking respect. <laughs> and then like right after that, we go to the next commercial break and we find Brittany is like basically like almost having a panic attack <laughs> about being faced by Lisa that hard. And I was like, that's understandable. I was like, look, if I got she, disciplined she, by Lisa all Vanderpump, all she wanted was Lisa to pat her on the head and be like, it's fine, Brittany, but she fucked it up. So Lisa was like, no, you know, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And like I said, like if I got disciplined by Lisa Vanderpump that badly, it would either be a really bad day or a really good one. I mean, at the, yeah, at the time I was like that, I'm just 
masturbating to that for the next six months. Just thoughts of Lisa Vanderpump sternly disappointed in me. Sort of a a stern headmistress. Yes. Just, uh, you know, just I wanted wanted more from you, Brandy. (laughs) Did you? Miss Lisa. And uh, so, like now, now it's like the 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 the, the girls, or rather, um, some of the girls from mm. Pump are are meeting uh, in the condo they all live in, in Katie and Tom Schwartz's place, to discuss their plans to uh, supplant the cursed vial, James Kennedy's Tuesday night with a DJ b- with beat a brand sex. new, never before heard from idea, which is girls' night in, but <laughs> it's but it's actually. Out, you, mm. go, you go out for this it's, night. It's uh, clever. Yeah, I know. Who would have thought of this? They again, in, you know, in a running theme of Vanderpump is like the gang reinvents something that exists already. Exactly, but like it's <laughs> so, it as brilliant. Yes, yeah, yeah. So this is they've they've now invented Coyote Ugly. Yep. Which is, yeah, they're 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 taking uh, James's rather clever wordplay. See you next Tuesday, and making it their own event. See you next Tuesday, sis. <laughs> just uh, figure do the acronym for that. This, and, yeah, just if you, if you if you need to take a moment and write it down, yeah, just jot so that just, down. In just a, like in storyboard that. Okay. <laughs> okay, but like it took me a really long time when Will first said that, so uh, I forgive you. But okay, here is my favorite. Like while this is going on, like James, like a like the beaten dog he is, is 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 doing his own projects. He's in the stew, and we get to see. <laughs> One of my favorite like moments on this show, like it, it comes around once in a blue moon. But when it does, it's like take a shot. Oh, it's we such get a to gift! See Tom Sandoval breaking out his trumpet in the booth to like hop on this track and Mr. just, Mr. just Louis do some fire yeah, satchmo. Okay. I really, I really cannot recommend highly enough uh, having the captions on for such moments because you get the overlay of trumpet tooting in brackets, <laughs> which is, Boy, is it which away? is yeah. man, is that that is a toot? Yeah. That is no indeed. It sounds like dog shit. Indeed, it's just like, indeed. And he's like, he's like, you guys like that? You guys like that take? It, 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 honestly, it's the closest thing to the recording studio scenes in Boogie Nights. Well, uh, like, have you ever genuinely disappointed? Also, have you ever seen? There's a clip from the Carol Burnett show where they. He, he tells the story about conjoined elephants who were joined no. at the trunk. No. <laughs> okay, cut this part, but <laughs> you should absolutely watch this. It just occurred to me. I'm gonna uh, it, it is one of the funniest five minutes of television I've ever seen. Uh, we're going to watch it once we finish Perfect. this. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but then, like, you know, back to the, the rival meeting, uh, the girls plotting their, their power moves. Oh, it's so girls versus boys here. You know who's who of, uh, who's at this meeting. Uh you know, see if you see any man- names missing from this list. You've got Lala. You've got Katie. You've got Brittany. Make a brief appearance before having a breakdown and leaving. Uh, you've got Ariana. You've got Sheena. You've got Stasi. Am, am I missing anyone? Kristen wasn't there. Kristen was not there, but someone who works at Sir was not there. Dot dot dot. Um, and dun, dun, dun. yeah, I know. And, and Brittany shows up and does kind of have a breakdown before. Uh, Brittany shows up and says, "Y'all, I'm feeling on the brim right now." <laughs> she, she was she was on the brim of something. Oh God, Honey. that. That poor country so bumpkin. So, I'm, just, I'm like, get out of here. Go back to 
Please save yourself. <laughs> oh, and then we also noticed, like, in, in her solo interviews in this episode, Brittany has this, like, weird curled hair that makes She has her... Kent State gun girl hair. She's, looking, <laughs> she's looking like the gun girl, rocking that ramen, uh, ramen haircut. Oh, oh to be no. Fair, when I was a little girl, like, all I wanted was hair that would do that. I had a perm. I, my, uh, my mom got me a perm. My mom would let me get a When perm. I was, like, 10, what? it was terrible. Was it that big? It, for, like, a day, and then right. it was just. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Every little girl wanted a perm. That was just the thing. Yeah, I got one. My mom just Wendy Jensen. I love you, but you were too permissive. Yeah, you well, you had a cool mom. I got my, a, my I got a permitant. Like, I got a tattoo at sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Okay, from there we go to an amazing scene. One that I was overjoyed to see. We get a scene where Lala and Sheena go to an acting class <laughs> together. And it's just like a private acting class. With like They just have like a private acting tutor. It's kind of middling-aged woman. And then like we get to see like Sheena being like, okay, so like, I'm, I'm busting out my acting chops again. Like I'm going to start trying to get auditions or whatever. And then it does like this weird like a flashback thing of her Talking meeting to, to an manager. agent, to, like a manager and agent, and just going, I'm 33, but I really feel like I could still play college. <laughs> and then like the agent or manager just goes... Yeah, but you know the young mom too. And it was just and she, oh. makes, she makes a face. Honestly, God. I I think more people need to stomp on Sheena's dreams. Not enough people have. Needs- Although I suddenly did just get a flash of how objectively hilarious it would be to have James Lipton interview Sheena inside the actor's studio oh, style. Sheena, Sheena, if God, if God does exist. <laughs> When you go to heaven, what would you like him to see say to you? And she'd just be like, "But I don't want to die. What? <laughs> I don't get it. Are you gonna kill me, James Lipton?" She wants God to say, "You have a banging bod. Sheena. <laughs> You've never looked better." Uh, and she... she wants God to say, "Yes, Sheena, I can freak bitch. <laughs> you will now for eternity with George H. W. Bush, John McCain, Prince, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pol Pot." Um, yeah, they'll all be freaked. Actually, all Sheena wants day. to hear when she goes to heaven, which is probably the most relatable thing about her, because it's I, also I what I want. You, no, because it's also what I want to hear when I go to heaven, which is everybody you hate isn't here. Yeah, <laughs> all those petty bitches. They're the, bad they're the other players. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, and of course, I, she shows up to this acting class in a sports bra for some reason. She thinks it's a it's a calisthenic. Yeah, apparently, it's, like, it's a, a bar. It's a physical bar, activity. Bar, it's a bar. I don't, I don't do it. So that tells you everything you need to know. So this was a fucking hilarious scene. So like, as an acting exercise, they're like, okay, let's do a scene where like, uh, like Lala, you're her boss, and like she's been fucking up on the job, and like Sheena, you're gonna try to like you know get out of it or explain to your boss why you've been Ready? fucking up. Go. And Sheena literally just starts talking about her actual life, where she's like, well, first I get divorced, then I'm in another relationship that doesn't go well, now I'm just trying to be an actor in this acting class. What am I I supposed to do? Go back to waiting tables? And she gets herself in this place where she's like actually kind of teary-eyed. And so maybe that's the best acting of all. So uh, this reminds me of the time in 11th grade drama when we were all supposed to write and prepare a monologue, and I, of course, didn't. I, you know, was smoking weed over lunch or whatever. And so I had what at the time I thought was a very original and clever idea to go up and deliver a monologue about how I had failed to write a monologue. So basically I, I, I pulled a Sheena. Wow. (laughs) But how did it go? Not well. (laughs) 
That's like the classic. <laughs> Mr. That's a hell of a gambit, though. <laughs> I, I would expect nothing, nothing better. I mean, I've always been able to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Uh, but even more, like you know, reggaeton, air siren, alert. We find out that Sheena has not had an orgasm until maybe like you know, the Donald Trump administration. She said a year ago. She yeah. had her first one a year ago, which seems so she unreal. She's, she's 33. It. She's yeah. been faking it for a decade. And also has never brought herself to orgasm, which is... Almost more disturbing. Yes, that is the far more disturbing oh, revelation. Oh, and then sad. as part of the their acting class, again, it's just, these, just the two of them, and they're like, you know, middle-aged lady acting coach who's just like, okay, this next intersi- exercise... Like, just fake an orgasm, or just come for me. And I was like, is this acting coach just a sicko who just gets off on, like, making, like, Will's young... like, I'm going to start uh, teaching acting. Uh, yeah, I'm branching women. out. <laughs> I'm so, giving podcasting lessons. Yeah. An important part of being a podcaster is you got to be spontaneous. Yep. Uh, well, well, the thing that occurred to me about this is, like, they're doing an acting class in Hollywood, and both of the exercises involve... Uh, doing a really shitty like interview slash meeting and then faking, and then an faking orgasm. An orgasm. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need to do both of those things if you want to be make it as an actress in Hollywood. Hey, uh. <laughs> well, and we find out, you know, again after ten years of faking it, Sheena is uh, really good. She's very convincing. She's, yeah, she's yeah. very convincing. That, so, again, she was maybe, much, she was much more natural in her approach than Lala, who went a little porn star. Yep, she did. She she overplayed it, which you know we've all been there too. Sure. Um, not not recently, certainly. Or, <laughs> uh, nothing like that. Um. <laughs> edit, edit, <laughs> edit this now. Timestamp thirty seven twenty two. Uh, no, but but after this, we find like like what is the real the real drama of this episode, folks? Is we find out that that Billy has got on the timeline. She's putting them on blast on Twitter. She's getting messy on on she's social media. Sir's dirty yeah. laundry. She's spilling the tea on the timeline, and Billy on social media basically goes at all of the Sir uh, women for planning their girls' night. Event. She doesn't add them though. It's a subtweet. Yes. Which, you know, we we know and love. <laughs> I mean, God only knows what she was saying in the group DMs, you know? Well, we may never Wild know. and out. Yeah, truly. Uh, but basically uh, accuses all of them of excluding her because she's trans. From the girls' From night. The girls From the girls' night, the planning yeah. of the girls' night. Even though she was going to be, she on she, she she did she did. A, I just think it's funny how. Yeah, she did. She did. Um, uh, which she, she then later tried to walk back and say that she hadn't, you know, accused anyone of transphobia. But she was per, that she did. Per se, you know, yeah, she or did like, like hashtag trans is beautiful. Hashtag something else. And it was all because this is the politics of tagging. It's because Katie had posted some the promo yes. for the new girls' night, which was Lala's boobs, of course. Uh, and had tagged all the girls who were at that meeting, which of course did not include Billy. And so Billy was like, you know, in in what is like really heartbreaking, talking about like basically I've I've been left out of things that you know were for women my entire life, and this is just the latest one. You know, like I'm still not full fully you know woman to these girls. And this blows up in spectacular fashion at the actual girls' night where everyone is dressed 
you know, to the nines in lingerie and robes for some reason. Again, <laughs> not quite clear. <laughs> Girls' Night In, but it's out. I. Uh, yeah, Lala says Lala's really pissed and she goes <laughs> the fact that she would take it to the streets like that <laughs> the streets and, and then my favorite of course the mean, the mean streets and, of Twitter and my favorite of course was uh, like Stasi like tries to like she's just be like wow this is so against like what she's supposed to be for we were all like Stasi <laughs> no, no, no Lord, stop it try to stop it do not do it because you know, the last time she did that she had some uh, sort of I don't know. Comments about race. Yeah, you know, and it's like I'm not saying because it's coming from a place of hate, but it's just like, again, she is Miss. Stassi, Stassi is too dumb to speak on anything other than the outfit of the day. She's like she just is. She weighed into it. She would have waded into it. Yes. So I was like, thank God they pulled her back. (laughs) She's like a self-proclaimed basic bitch. So like, maybe you shouldn't be like. Um, this Laquan McDonald shooting, I don't know what the big... <laughs> okay, to be fair, Stasi did not bring that up, but... No, I think it was it was about kneeling on the field. And oh, she yeah. she was just like, I don't get why all these guys are kneeling, you know, like, what's... just It's for our troops or something, and people were like... No, it was more like she was just like, I don't understand why they have to make everything about race. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was about, and it was like, honey, this, again, you know, maybe this is why not everyone... People who aren't, you know, learned and, you know... Uh, I mean, she's also from Utah, I think, right? Which New is Orleans. like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, Which, she probably didn't know any black people. Girl. Shit, yeah. fuck. <laughs> in my, to be fair, yeah, probably not. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does, this, how does this kick off? Basically, just you've got... The night is going great from most of the women's perspectives. You know, you've got them all. They're all doing the coyote ugly thing, grinding. It is it is wall to wall packed. They are. They have, they have stopped James Kennedy under their stilettos. Yep. I would like to point out they're pouring shots in people's mouths. They have. My, they have the most incredible my, cameo of the night. My well, other favorite moment from this episode is. Yes, not only have they displaced James' his event, <laughs> they've actually replaced him with a new DJ, <laughs> a character I'm hoping to see on the show, and I'm quite honestly, I'm hoping Bravo does a spin-off <laughs> show about. It's DJ Mickey, y'all, in the house, spinning on the ones and twos, in the cut, it's DJ Mickey. DJ Mickey looks to be like... Cut, cut away to DJ Mickey, and you're like, ah, DJ, DJ Mickey looks like a Sopranos extra. He looks to be about 50 years old. He's and got like, body hair. Like an assistant Little League coach or something. I don't know. Like it's just, I don't know where they it was found one of the, him. It was one of the, like, cause it's going from like, you know, all of like, you know, like the hot young women. It's like this bumping scene in West Hollywood. Then it's just like DJ Mickey. <laughs> and I swear to God, I think he had glasses. He wore glasses, he looked, yeah. It was the... It was the Funniest juxtaposition of like. I also they like. Found, they found this guy on Craigslist or something. Again, it's like, oh, it's a girls' night. You couldn't find a single uh, women DJ. No, they they don't they don't know any. I know, I know. There probably aren't any. So. <laughs> in LA, no, yeah, uh, certainly not. Uh, Spinderella. I mean, come there on. There are only two DJs in LA, and they're DJ Mickey and DJ James Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Choose your fighter. <laughs> They already they already lost out. On I'm one. Team DJ Mickey. I hope that uh, he, there's a way that I can support him. Maybe he's got a SoundCloud. Maybe he's got a Patreon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I want to see him coming back. But yeah, yeah incredible. And he, again, he's only on the screen for like two seconds. But we had to rewind because it was <laughs> such. 
He uh, just has, he has such a soft power. He has incredibly strong uncle vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but like kind of the weird uncle. Yeah. Like you don't want to be yeah. alone with that uncle. Really. Well, your uncle who's a DJ. <laughs> exactly. Your uncle Mickey who's a DJ. You know, like your 50 year old uncle who's like still trying to make it as like yeah. a DJ, which really just means he's like selling weed on mm. the side. I love him. Um, I want, I want to know so much more about DJ Mickey. Anyway, I feel like we're like, we're circling around. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, Billy is at the, the girls. Well, she's working. she's working. She wasn't like she was not explicitly uninvited. Uninvited. She, she was, was scheduled to work. Working. It's just that she was not invited to take part in the organizing of the event. Right. And you know, like, and she she confronts them. Well, who who is she first talking to? Like, she talked to Ariana she's, and Sheena. Sheena, yeah. Hostess. Yeah, but then Sheena and Ariana go over to talk to her Basically, about trying to make about the posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being like, uh, Billy, like we didn't leave you out, but those posts were like pretty uncool. And you know, she's Billy says no. I didn't call her transphobic, and it's just like this is you know we know how Twitter works, yeah. Billy. Like you, you, you faved the tweet the, that did. Come well, on. yeah, she was apparently liking comments and tweets, so maybe she went cross platform on this. <laughs> you know, uh, was posting her tweets on Instagram or something. A practice I despise. And you know, uh, and, and Billy says, you know, you're, you're doing cis privilege right now. This is cis privilege. Like you don't get it. Uh, I used, you know. Uh, I use the hashtag uh, trans is beautiful because it is, and I'm not going to use because the tr- trans hash- is yeah. fucking beautiful. Which again, Billy, yes, and, but she she storms away, and uh, <laughs> and then Lala says <laughs> she said I have cis, cis privilege. Fuck that bitch. And then she's like, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> fuck that bitch. Rarely loved Lala more I mean, than when she uh, just she doesn't know. Here's the thing. I will just be the one to come out and say it. Uh, they didn't include her because they're uh, just cunty women. Because exactly. there is always somebody who doesn't get included. Because Billy and Katie had had a throwdown just recently at that oh, brunch. Katie, Katie, Katie doesn't. Katie doesn't like her. And frankly, you know, part of the experience of womanhood is being neglected by your fucking bitchy friends. I'm nodding. I'm <laughs> nodding very hard. Will Will doesn't understand. So I'd actually Billy, welcome to the sisterhood. <laughs> truly, truly. But you know, they all, as you know, understandably, they all bristle so hard at Billy's. What I would say is Billy's bad faith suggestion that yes. she, you know, oh, I wasn't calling you transphobic. And this filters down. Lala isn't there for the original conversation, but you know, uh, Sheena and Ariana kind of bring that back to the group. And then it's Katie's turn to come over yes. to confront Billy. And then that she, does not go well. And then, uh, <laughs> folks, would you believe it? It doesn't go well. Um, Will, yeah, take yeah, it no. I actually now like to introduce our second ever guest on Vanderpub, creator of Father Ted and the IT <laughs> Crowd, uh, Graham Linehan. Hey, Graham, how, how you doing? Yeah, what do you think Beep. of this episode? <laughs> okay, Graham. No, no, that that is not cool. You're out. You're done. Cut his mic. Uh, so yeah, uh, Billy talks to Lisa about how she's feeling. Well, and do we, we want to go into what transpired between Katie and her? Oh, uh, wait, run me. What, what happened there? No, that well, no, that's when that's, that's when talk. Billy accused Katie of having cis privilege, right, and that's when they back. Right, yeah. right. Well, and and Katie is really flustered about this. You know, understandably, she's basically just like. Uh, well, Katie, that has nothing to do with it. And Katie fancies herself a real ally out of all I of mean, the women on the show. Ariana yeah, I, is I, the I, most like ally. But Katie's, Katie's right there in the crowd. I don't know. I, I mean, 
It, I wouldn't be surprised if Katie was capable of doing something transphobic. Right. I wouldn't be surprised I just think all these if that happened to any of them. But yeah, that was that's not the case. And basically, I think Katie is rattled because she is very used to having all sorts of accusations thrown her way. She is not used to those accusations having a political valence to exactly, them. Exactly. And she just now does not know what to do. Well, she's used to being called a whore, a cunt, a bitch. Yeah, she knows how to respond she's, to Yeah, she's used to, yeah. you know, you drink too much, tequila Katie. Yeah. She, none of them have any idea what to do when there is... Um, like a sort of legitimate social issue thrown into the into the mix right. of them, which and how, so which is how Stasi had responded to being called racist, because, which so, was not well. Which is well, you yeah. know, there's nothing worse than being called racist because no, you know, white liberal person, particularly not one you know who frequents West Hollywood, yes, they, they could never be racist. <laughs> in the same way that you know, Katie's like, well, of course I'm not transphobic, you yeah. know, like uh, I work with you or something, <laughs> you know, like it's just. But you know, it's it's between Billy and Lisa that you know Lisa obviously is the you know moral center of the show. Yep. So, and, so and Billy goes they, to bring this to Lisa. Uh, they come to her for guidance. And, yep. and yes. Billy, you know, uh, pours out her feelings about you know uh, her her feelings of being excluded and you know what that brings up you know because of her experience and I think Lisa uh, you know uh, quite uh, was quite understanding with her about you know the the things that you know she is bringing to this, but does say this has nothing to do with why you weren't tagged in a photo. Or At least Lisa the, points out that this that night. this history might be informing her way of thinking in ways that she um, is perhaps not being truthful about. That right. Billy uh, then proceeds to uh, say of Katie, <laughs> if she can talk all the time about you know gaining weight or being fat, like you know I can talk about my experience. And as she says, like I can't stop being trans, she can uh, stop eating food. Well, what she actually <laughs> says, you were talking about cards yes. earlier, so Will, I'm gonna yeah. bring this on home for you. Uh, oh, if she gets to pull the fat card all the time, then I'm gonna pull the trans card, and my mouth just drops. <laughs> I was like, Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't even. I don't even know what to do with. This. I'm not gonna begin to parse what that is even supposed to mean. I'll I'll just go a half step in. Katie does not pull the fat card. Like Katie, Katie is not like. I'm Usually fat. You should be nicer to me. Like, what is that? Exactly. If anything, being insulted it's being about pulled. the James comments and stuff because I think the premise is, and I'm not fat, right? Like, or even if I was, that doesn't matter because right, that's exactly. not a valid. Usually, well, to attack me. Usually, it's being pulled on her, exactly. either by James or Lisa's insane as, as an, party as planner. As an attack card. Yes. Yeah. Am I getting this this card game? She, thing, right? Like the mana is tapped, um, and they're doing an attack. No. Okay. No. Ma- no, magic, on. magic the Gathering. Oh, oh, oh no, that's too nerdy <laughs> for me. Even. <laughs> Let's see if I can win you back. Let's see if I can win you All back. All right. Well. Actually, I can't because that's pretty much the end of the. That's that's, that's it. The end of the, that, that brings us to the end. It's fat card versus trans card is literally where the episode choose, ends. Choose your fighter. Uh, I do, I want out of this game. I, I don't know, understand. Just... Here's why I do not understand the Vanderpump rules, <laughs> <laughs> folks. Uh, yeah. Hey. It was, uh, it was wild, and there are previews. Well, it it like it looks like the the, the drama with Billy's going to carry over to next week right, for sure. Right. Like uh, you know this this is going to be. You know, I think I think a, a tension that runs throughout the season. Again, it's it's always a question in reality shows. Uh, Billy did not get a lot of airtime last season. There's always mm-hmm. a question of like, you know, are you starting shit to be featured more prominently on a season? Which is a play that I would make, quite yeah. frankly, if yeah. I did if I did want to be on the show more I would, regularly. I would pull my fat nobody card. likes the nice girl. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, Billy was kind of just a friend to all when she was first introduced last season. I think quickly realized that doesn't work out. You exactly. end up in the background. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you end up like that that couple whose names I won't even remember. They're on the first season. They have a kid and then they're just disappeared. I have season. no idea who you're exactly, talking about. Exactly. Thank God my smooth brain. I know. They're just kind of average looking and that's why they were two of the most interesting people to me because I was like, what do you have to gain in this? And then I mean, they disappeared. There are a couple of people that have like just, you know, always shown up in the background. There's that yeah. one brunette friend whose name I never know, but she'll just occasionally she, show she up at brunch. Like willowy one? Yeah, and she'll just be there. She's she, like over the she years. There she works while. at Sir, but she just will show up at like she'll be in the background of various events and yeah, I'm like yeah. that actually is my ideal. I want to be her cuz I don't ever want um yeah, I'd be okay everybody like, to who's, who's that hot girl in the back but yeah. I, don't, I don't want people to be like following me on Instagram because I'm the girl I don't want people talking. tweeting about me yeah. <laughs> well, I don't need more reply guys in yeah, my life I'm sorry to tell you but, uh, <laughs> Fuck. damn it yeah so um this was we predicted and boy did it deliver that this would be like the ID Paul episode and uh yeah boy was it I will be very curious to see um, if Vanderpump producers, historically not well known for their sensitive oh. dealing with oh. social issues, um, how they're going to let this play out. And I have to imagine uh, that the answer is going to be sure horrifying <laughs> and that I will not be able to look away. Well. You gotta, you gotta keep watching now. Now you're in it. I'm so, coming over every week. So yeah, listeners, sorry. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was also about to say, listeners, you know, if you want to buy buy Brandy uh, the season on uh, iTunes or something, you know, just, just reply to any one of her tweets and say, Brandy! She likes all caps. Um, Brandy! Well, uh, that about gets us to the end of the Vanderpod, or Vanderpump, rather, but it doesn't get us to the end of the Vanderpod. This is Will's favorite part. I'd like Ooh. to do... Our usual end of show, little movie roundup, little movie movie bonus corner. We've been watching a lot of movies. Okay, you guys, mean, you guys go ahead. I'll I'll let you do this. Well, no, no, please, please contribute, Brady. What okay, have you, what have you been watching? Lead us off. What have I been watching for movies? Yeah. New or old? Oh fuck! I don't. Now I'm like put on the spot. I don't even know what I've. I mean, well, I'll give you, I'll give you some prompts because today the of course <laughs> were the, it was the Oscar nominations. Oh so, yes. Here's what we got for best picture: uh, Black Panther. I've seen it. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I thought it was fucking trash, but uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I want Killmonger to walk me around Kill, on a leash. Killmonger, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan was the, the bright spot in that movie. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Black Klansman. I haven't seen. I have not uh, seen. Dog shit. Uh, Spike Lee has not made a washable movie in probably 15 years. The Academy, uh, True. you know, True. probably 30 they're, years They're making late. up for Do the Right Thing. Yeah, making they up are, for Do the Right Thing and, and probably all of his, his good movies he's done. 25th Hour actually was great, yeah, a great fantastic. Movie. Great movie. Yeah. I never saw it. Underrated film. Hmm. Uh, next up, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> no, thank Huge you. Huge snub in the director category, but for Brian Singer. I mean, you, if you're, if <laughs> you're Brian you. Singer right now, you got you can't be feeling good about you this. You are down you know, in the dumps. You, you are is, feeling low. I mean, he's not you're even. You need to throw a party. To he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna have to soothe himself to with so many hairless <laughs> twinks. He's, he's not gonna get invited to the Vanity Fair party. Just gotta throw your own. Yeah, yeah. throw your own competing party. Uh, next no up, rules. Next up, the favorite. We've talked to Catherine and I have talked about this before. 
Loved it. I haven't seen it yet, huge, but I'm very excited. Huge. I'm a huge oh, Olivia Colman fan. Okay. I'm a gigantic Olivia Colman fan. Uh, then then this is... I know. I've been yeah. meaning to. I don't see movies in a timely fashion. Brandy, th- this is sure to be your favorite. Because <laughs> I'm a big gay? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Because you, you like history? Oh. You said you like that's Olivia Colman. Nice. That's true. Nice. All right. And, and her bussy. And her bussy. Yeah. <laughs> this, this queen loves, loves top. Uh, next up. Green Book, another new no. movie we've talked about on the show. No, thank you. Folks, if you think I have not yet begun <laughs> to begin my takes, which are the backlash to the backlash to Green Book, but they're coming, I rest assured. I think you're going to have to do that on another Oh, part. they've already started coming. I've been seeing, there are tweets today about how the backlash to the backlash I saw one of the worst takes in the world it was deleted almost immediately by um, I don't, well I can't say his name because I would be mean uh, but j- honestly one of the just what was it? stupidest people on Twitter about how uh, the backlash to Green Book was similar to the backlash to Kamala Harris oh! in that yes. they are, not, yes. they are equally yes. not yes. deserved yes. that both Green Book and Kamala Harris are ultimately well-meaning and beloved by normies and that the backlash is just too and, mean. And made by cops. <laughs> um, and, and ultimately racist. <laughs> Which yeah. when I saw it, I just like, ah, oh, yes. Okay. That, I'm is, giving, I'm giving, that is the I'm good shit. I'm giving my man a BJ for each take <laughs> like that. I'm <laughs> sucking dick for cops. <laughs> that's that that's is, is right but for the wrong person <laughs> the backlash to green book is actually like the backlash to chris christie andrew cuomo or any other prominent italian american who has risen to a position uh, of power and has to be you know ridiculed because of their uh, boorish uh, stupidity and um, sort of predilection to criminality. <laughs> and a love for... Uh, big, big calzones. Yeah, big, <laughs> being a big... Gender reveal lasagnas. For being a big fat asshole. Yep, yep. That's what Green Book is about. I thought it it was, does, does it play the fat card? Uh, uh, kind of. <laughs> no, because it's cool to be a big fat Italian in yeah. the 50s. So, no, it does not. Okay. Uh, next up, Roma... Feel bad. Still haven't seen this one. I still haven't seen it. It's streaming, and I still haven't seen it. I'm a lazy piece. I I watched Blade Two again, and I still haven't (laughs) seen Roma. I will say though, I will say, I will say, sight unseen, Roma absolutely deserves to get on this list. Sure, Cleone is is a genius. Probably gonna win. Was First Reformed on there? No, nope. That's that. That's a snob. Yeah, that should be. It was nominated for Best Original Screenplay, but that's it. That's a fantastic movie. Next up, next up, Catherine, this is for you. A Star is Born. Uh, (laughs) uh, I I, I haven't seen it. I find musicals painfully embarrassing. Well, you might uh, find this painfully embarrassing. Yeah, I'm not not going to. There's no like like song and dance numbers. What about a rock musical? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Was it? Was it a rock opera? No, no, it's not. No, there are I, songs I'm, in it. I'm well on what, what, what about a hip opera? Absolutely not. Take that, take that shit out of here. Well, they're they're playing in the context of. I don't care, Kath. I'm not watching <laughs> it. Concerts. I don't care. Anyway, Love of Star is Born. If Sam Elliott doesn't win, Sam Elliott absolutely needs to win. I loved his quote about finally being nominated it's, for an Oscar. It's, fucking t- it's about, about fucking, fucking time. time. Yeah. Oh. I, sir, I want to Dad, ride that mustache. <laughs> I like your style, Brandy. Uh Sam Elliott, and I'm rooting for him. He's probably going to win. He's like a beloved Hollywood he should character win. actor. 
However, my heart is really with Richard E. Grant. I've loved him for a long oh, time. Another big really sweetie. a nice sweetie. I, I really like him. Also, uh, a first time nominee. First time right? nominee. Yeah. The only uh, one last uh, the be- last best picture nominee is Vice. Uh, Catherine and I like that as well. Uh, Listen to last week's episode, uh, 55 minutes in, to hear our take on that. <laughs> Finally, I would say the bright spots for me are Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and then, again, have not seen it, but Willem Dafoe should win Best Actor for the, where he plays Van Gogh. Mm. Willem Dafoe's the GOAT. Um, He's the well, best. Um, Willem Dafoe should just always win everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great, biggest penis I, of the year. Every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one even enters anymore. They're like, well, Willem's in there. Don't want to start another fire. In fact, scratch that, I do want to start another fire on this pod next week. Hopefully, Brandy... You gotta come back. You gotta come back sometime. I'll come back at some point. Yes. I mean, th- this was fire. <laughs> this, this is fire. This, folks, uh, five out of five. Hit hit that iTunes rate rate but, button. I don't know what you like. Do. Subscribe. It's review. Like subscribe. It's almost like replying to me. Yeah, reply. <laughs> it's to, that easy. Reply to Brandy on Twitter. That <laughs> um, she loves it, folks. She loves it. But Brandy Jensen. Such a joy. Thank you so much for joining us. On Thank the you for having me. So it was my honor. As always. As always. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye.